You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. From the Dexcom G6 Studios, know before you go high or low with customizable alerts and alarms. Visit Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M. Dot com. As the announcer dude said, I am Dave Graveline. I am Chris Graveline. Yep. And it's the Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of Friday, April 16th, 2021, during our 26th year on the air. And we always give you the Friday dates if you're a new listener, just so that when you want to come back and review perhaps our show notes or hear your call again and our answer, or subscribe to our free podcast, any number of things, of course, you also want to see the videos of all of our interviews. So you can not only see the guests, but see their products when they have products to show. You can do that at intotomorrow.com. And since many of our stations carry the program on Saturday, several on Sunday, there's a good handful that carry the show both days. It's always easiest to just think in terms of the weekend beginning Friday. So, again, if you want to visit the show, notes, etc., Look for Friday, April 16th, because you may be hearing this, what, seven weeks later on our stream that we stream 24-7. You could be hearing this 10 years from now on a podcast. You could, actually, because Blueberry saves our podcast forever, I think, don't they, pretty much? Probably. Yeah. Well, either way, you could be hearing it uh, not this weekend on the air, but you should be. Into tomorrow could be into 10 years ago by by the time you're hearing this. I'll probably be dead then. Me too. (laughs) No, don't say that. (laughs) Some tech news and commentary. And then, of course, back to your calls and let us solve your digital dilemmas. There are many ways for you to participate on the program anytime at your convenience. You could uh, call us at 800-899-INTO, which is 800-899-4686. You could hit the red Ask Dave mic on the right side of any browser at intotomorrow.com. Be sure to pronounce the K, please. Yes. It's the Ask Dave button. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You could use the message to studio button on our free Into Tomorrow apps. Uh, Word has it uh, that has been fixed. Oh, I hope so. I tell you what. I want us to send some special prizes to the next, what, let's say, five app calls for iOS and Android. So that's ten Five each. The next people, the next people, (laughs) the next persons (laughs) that participate on the show via the app to help us test from literally around the world, wherever you are, will send out some special prizes if you use the app and tell us it works. And if you don't have your phone set to automatically update your apps, make sure you update the Into Tomorrow app. That's a good point. So, yeah, just visit your favorite app store, whichever you use, and search Into Tomorrow. And if it says update available, please do it. Because, man, oh, man, we've been working on this for months now. And I think 
we finally got it tweaked properly for everything that you need to do with the app. Listen to the stream and participate and all the fun stuff. So we'd really, really, really love it. And we'll show our love by sending you some goodies to participate via the app. Okay? Does that sound like a deal? That sounds like a deal. Yeah, and I have a witness, you witnessing that I'm promising to do that to at least the first five for both Android and iOS. Total of ten. And, of course, anybody could participate that way. But the first ones, boom, we're going to get you something. Okay. Okay. Might be an Into Tomorrow pen, but no, we'll get you something, I promise. Yeah. Sorry we're out of the thongs. Darn. <laughs> I, I miss those days when we actually used to sell Into Tomorrow thongs on our website. And we sold, we sold several. We did sell several, which was really weird. It was, for some strange reason, the most popular item <laughs> in our, what was it, a, a cafe or something like that? Yeah, it was a cafe press. Was, I mean, this was years ago. This oh, of was, course. Yeah. This was, I don't know, going back 10, 15 years and, maybe? And we did most of the stuff. We had mugs and pens and just all sorts of things. But we did most of it just as a joke, kind of tongue-in-cheek. And then we thought... I don't know who, whose idea it was, probably yours, uh, but somebody on the team said, let's do a thong with the logo on it. And oh my gosh, <laughs> that sold. Truly amazing. Maybe it was uh, Nasomi working with the show out of Hialeah Gardens, perhaps Horatio out of New York. He likes to be known as H. Maybe a Rosmo in South Beach, although I don't know if his wife would have approved. Uh, maybe Beth in Naples. Who knows? But the fact is the team's here to help you out. And we want, nay, we need to hear from you. You make the show when you participate. Microsoft has won a contract to supply the U.S. Army with HoloLens-based headsets. The contract could be worth up to $28.88 billion over 10 years. Nice. Um, and CNBC reports that it will involve Microsoft supplying 120,000 headsets. The software maker has been working closely with the Army since 2018, and soldiers have been testing the Integrated Visual Augmentation System, or IVAS, um, headsets over the past two years. These devices combine high-resolution night, thermal, and soldier-borne sensors into a heads-up display. Interesting. So is this supposed to be for training or for use on a battlefield? I think it's for both. Wow. Interesting. Hopefully it's not going to turn out to be another $10,000 hammer kind yeah. of uh, of spending our tax dollars on mm-hmm. goofy stuff. Let's hope it helps our military men and women in various ways, training by all means. And if on the battlefield they can utilize it for you know, protecting themselves and saving lives and so forth, hey, what the heck? Yeah. Let's follow up on that, by all means. Apparently, Apple's voice assistant provided a spoiler alert saying the next Apple event is slated for April 20th. Mac Rumors was first to report that asking the voice assistant, when is the next Apple event, prompted it to say April 20th. (laughs) And it wasn't released yet. Apple was, like, keeping it hush-hush and, you know, no, uh, no... verbiage about that no no you know confirmation what have you but siri said that so who knows but that would mean this coming week well the apple event well knowing apple it wasn't a mistake yeah exactly. just like what was it the iphone 4 when it came out that it i'm sure it wasn't mistakenly left at a bar yeah like it like they say it was because it had all of us talking about it uh-huh. and really hyped up the release of the new phone <laughs> pretty interesting Smart TVs now represent 52% of all sets in the U.S., compared with 45% just a year ago. That, according to a Hub Entertainment research report, the company's survey also found that 70% of households now own a smart TV. Interesting, I would say. Is yours a smart TV? No. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's a dumb TV? It's a dumb TV. It's only smart because I put a fire stick on them. Oh, well, that made it a smart TV, yeah. kind of, sort of. Just not built in. Yeah. Rod in Broomfield, Colorado, listens via TuneIn, one of our many podcast partners. Hey, Rod. Hey, Dave. I'm wondering about Wi-Fi 6 and Wi-Fi 5 building a new home, and it's supposedly Internet ready. So I'm wondering what kind of a modem I should get to uh, make it most effective in the home. So I appreciate your answers. I love your show. Well, thank you, Rod. We do appreciate that. We love your participation. Boy, that's something you don't hear a lot. A new home, Wi-Fi ready or Internet ready. I think that's great. Uh, Wi-Fi 5 and Wi-Fi 6 are just the new marketing names, if you will, for 802.11ac and 802.11ac. AX. If you've bought a router in the last few years, you're probably already using 802.11ac, whether it was called Wi-Fi 5 at the time or not when you bought it. Now, if you're looking to future-proof, you probably don't want either, since Wi-Fi 6e is already out there, though not in huge numbers yet. Wi-Fi 6e adds support for the 6 gigahertz band to the regular Wi-Fi 6 specs. I know it can sound very confusing and convoluted, but trust us. Yeah, Wi-Fi 6 in general, whether it's 6E or not, is a good choice for a home if you have or plan to have a lot of smart devices, as that new standard includes improvements to allow devices to handle increased traffic more efficiently. You can look up orthogonal frequency division multiple access if you want all the boring technical details. Oh, my gosh. Are we allowed to say that on the radio? Yeah. Wi-Fi 6 devices also get the best real-world connection speeds, but that's more important in the lab than most other places. Most routers are more than capable of fully using most Internet connection speeds. Yeah, now you did ask about modems. Uh, Modems are pretty simple. Just get any DOCSIS 3.1 modem and you'll be good to go so long as your Internet connection speed is below 6 gigabits per second and can you know you can pretty much count on any connection you're going to have at home is going to be less than six gigabits per oh, second yeah exactly i'm thrilled that i get one gig yeah because we've got fiber but yeah it's less than six yeah now without getting too technical doxis is basically a standard that providers use for getting internet signals over the existing coax cable systems oh okay i'm so, glad you explained yeah. that so even though your cable company sucks and you hate them chances are that if you're getting your internet from them yeah, so that's okay. Right, so Doxis wouldn't be the brand. Just look for a Doxis 3 modem. Gotcha. Now, if you need up to 10, you'll have to look for a Doxis 4.0 modem, but you'll have a hard time finding one today. Yeah. Rod, I hope that helped you out. Let us know what you end up going with, because it'll certainly help other listeners as well. And join us at intotomorrow.com while I still look for my voice. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text STAY to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text STAY to 321321. That's S-T-A-Y to 321321.
Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline, our 26th year bringing you the latest in consumer tech. All kinds of cool things, websites, apps, gadgets, gizmos, products of all sorts available today and into tomorrow. We love it, though, because you, our audience, make the show when you participate. So please consider joining us anytime at your convenience, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You don't have to wait until you hear the program again on your favorite radio station or podcast or stream, however you pick up into tomorrow each and every week. But just know you can join us with any consumer tech question or comment or concern. Let us solve your digital dilemmas. The best way is still the old-fashioned way. Pick up the phone. Dial us toll-free from anywhere in North America, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or, brand new, easy way, visit us at intotomorrow.com on anything that has a browser, your phone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, your shoe, whatever has a browser. And uh, when you visit intotomorrow.com, off to the right, you'll see a little red microphone and an Ask Dave button. Click that. And you're in. We love to hear you on Into Tomorrow. So do please join us. Speaking of joining us, joining us today from Taiwan, our next guest helps companies and individuals build their digital future, transforming how we work, live, and play. And this week, they announced a whole new lineup of laptops. Vice President for Inspiron and Vostro Client Product Group, with Dell Technologies is Kevin Terwilliger. Kevin, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me, Dave. And thank you, because I know it's late at night in Taipei for you, so we appreciate your ability to, to join us now. Um, lots of stuff happening. I mean, you had a very big press conference that we were involved in a week or so ago, and yet this past week you introduced even more cool new products. So tell us uh, about uh, the Inspiron line from Dell. Yeah, it's been a, an exciting week for us, for sure. Many products um, coming to market. And, uh, you know, I think what we're most excited about here is um, really our vision around helping people connect to their world and, um, and making these products very accessible to people. Um, and so, you know, I think what you'll see in our Inspiron lineup and our focus in this product line for Dell is really about achieving the right balance, the balance of giving great design, great performance, great experience, but doing that at a very accessible price point. Um, and so lots of new products all with that target that we just brought to market this week. Yeah, I think a lot of people are very familiar over the years with Inspiron and being not only affordable, but cool designs and very helpful for business and personal use. So I'm wondering, for example, was there a particular inspiration behind this latest design refresh? I mean, you know, people tend to think it's a laptop. What could, how much more can you design? Well, but you can, and you did. Absolutely. I think you know, two things that I would talk about. One would be uh, going back to accessibility or affordability. Well, we've actually brought that into many of the decisions we were making around the product as well. Um, and, you know, things like making the, the keyboard easier to engage with with larger keycaps and making it actually present itself when you open the system with a lift hinge, um, going to nearly borderless displays, implementing a, uh, a larger touchpad, and also making it easier for people to um, engage with others through our new camera technologies that are really enhancing the low light correction 
and best-in-class microphones as we find ourselves more and more on video calls with our families. Um, so, you know, all of that focused on making these products more uh, more accessible, more easier to use. And then also we, we looked a lot to, um, to nature to inspire our products as well, focused on our vision around, you know, Dell has a moonshot goal around sustainability. And we've really begun to pay off that vision here with the Inspiron portfolio as well, moving to, um, you know, 100% recycled paper in our packaging, moving to bio-based plastics integrated into our products, um, as well as moving to low VOC or actually waterborne paints. Um, and then, in fact, all of our colors in our portfolio are inspired from nature to make sustainability top of mind for our users. So those are really two things that have inspired our Inspiron portfolio, both you know pulling from nature and then overall accessibility in our product features. I like the nature-inspired scenario there, too. That's pretty cool. Have you been having a lot of requests from customers uh, in terms of sustainability, or is this something that the company is saying, you know, we're, we're making this effort on our own anyway? Uh, but I'm, I'm curious about, you know, our customers uh, demanding a sustainability effort. Yeah, great question. I, it's absolutely coming from both sides. You know, it is a, a mandate from within Dell because it's the right thing to do. And it is something that, that um, you know, we feel that it's critical being in the technology industry to keep sustainability front and center when we're developing our, our products and continuing to push for making these products the most sustainable we can. But in addition to that, we also feel the pull from our customers, um, you know, both our our, uh, our partners, you know, retailers that we work with and channel partners are telling us that this is a priority for their customers. And in all of our forms of customer feedback, the surveys that we're doing and focus groups and our many opportunities to engage with customers, they continue to tell us that that's a priority for them and something that they want to feel comfortable that this product aligns to their values around sustainability. And I'm wondering, Kevin, what kind of changes have you seen over the last few years, for that matter, uh, in terms of, of PC features uh, that people are not only demanding, but how folks are using computers these days? Uh, have you seen a, a change? I mean, the pandemic notwithstanding, uh, and if we ever get back to whatever we air quote normal. Uh, yeah. uh, but, you know, I'm just curious as far as over the last several years, have you seen some major changes in how we use computers? If I had a dollar for every time somebody said the new normal yeah. over the course yeah. of this last year, we'd be rich. Um, yeah. Man, I'd be so wealthy, right? Yeah. And we spend a lot of time talking about how COVID has change the way that we uh, work and play. Um, but really, it really is true. And in, in fact, you know, we've seen from, from a lot of our engagement with our customers that most of the users of an Inspiron are actually spending about 30% more time on their product. Um, and so because of that, I mean, if you think about it, so much of our lives have become digital, become virtual. Um, you know, not just the video calls where we're connecting with our friends and families, the, you know, the virtual happy hours that we're, that we're joining, yeah. but we're spending time buying groceries online. We're, you know, doing all of our shopping online we're, you know, it just has become such a connection point into the world that people are spending more and more time. And with that comes heightened expectations, heightened expectations around the performance of the system, the thermals of the system, the, again, the accessibility and the ease of use. 
Um, and so all of that is is absolutely driving the decisions that we're making to ensure that we meet that that heightened expectation around our products. Um, so I would say that's one of the biggest things that we've seen changing here very recently in uh, in usage of of PCs. And of course, a lot of folks were making those changes even before we ever learned what they COVID were. was and is. Uh, so that's kind of cool because that trend had already begun. And of course, you folks at Dell were there making it happen and helping folks uh, make that uh, those changes and, and more use of their PCs. Uh, and then it just was thrust upon us where, you know, I got this because I'm already doing some of that. Uh, I'm just going to do more of it now in terms of ordering from my computer as opposed to going to shop and that kind of thing. So that's interesting. want to remind our audience, uh, especially the radio audience, visit us at intotomorrow.com not only to see Kevin's interview and see Kevin, but also the laptops that we're talking about. And we invite you to visit dell.com slash inspiron when you come visit us to see the video at intotomorrow.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more with Kevin after this. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-539-9460. That's 1-800-539-9460. 1-800-539-9460. United We Stand, 1-800-539-9460. Thank you once again for tuning in to Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're back talking with the VP for Inspiron Client Product Group from Dell Technologies, Kevin Terwilliger. So now, if you will, Kevin, let's get into the new Inspiron products that Dell just launched this week. Uh, what are they? Who are they for? Um, and I know there's a, a plethora of, of folks that can use some new laptops. So let's get into what you got for us. Yeah, you know, we have a range of products starting all the way from $329 you know, all the way up to, um, you know, $1,200. So really a, a broad range of products designed for these different use cases that uh, people have. The first product I'll talk about is the Inspiron 14 2-in-1. Uh, and going back to how people's use cases have changed over the course of, uh, you know, the last couple of years, we see the adoption of 2-in-1s continuing to grow, especially as people's Engagement into those virtual environments is is driving a more dynamic need for their PC. So that Inspiron 14 2-in-1 enables you to adapt the system to be, you know, tent mode, tablet mode, um, you know, traditional PC mode, all those different things, and at, you know, based on your use cases. And the way I like to think about it is that product's really built for 
um, you know, the chameleon connector, the person that can adapt to any different social situation. Now they're doing it virtually. This product is really built for that. In addition to, you know, giving you the flexibility of the different ways to use the system, we also have a great display built into this product with a really wide viewing angle, FHD resolution, and again, those, you know, nearly borderless displays that we've implemented across the Inspiron portfolio. So that's the first one I'll talk about. The next one um, is our Inspiron 16 Plus. It's actually the first product in our Inspiron Plus lineup. And this product goes all the way up to, um, you know, pretty significant uh, discrete graphics, um, all the way up to uh, H-class, higher wattage processors. And it's really designed for uh, those creators, those people who need more performance for all of their big ideas. Um, you know, this, this product is also the first product that Dell offers that is a 16-inch, which is a little bit of a new trend in the marketplace. And uh, what's, I think, most exciting is we've actually um, delivered upon, you know, if you look at moving from a 15-inch system that we would have had in the previous generation, we're able to give about 11% larger viewing area for only about 5% larger um, actual chassis. Wow. And all the way up to an 89% screen-to-body ratio. I, you know, I'm not sure how, how much all those numbers resonate with some of the people listening, but an 89% screen-to-body ratio is pretty significant. And so, you know, ultimately you see how a 16-inch form factor really becomes more of an optimized product. Um, and, and product form factors. So we see that as a, a trend moving forward. I think it's a good example of how, in this case, especially size does matter. And depending mm-hmm. on, on your use, uh, especially if it's business or design or editing, or I mean, I can think of a number of reasons why just going uh, from a 15-inch to a 16-inch uh, would make a huge difference for a lot of people. So I think uh, again, yeah, size does matter. And whether it's uh, the numbers or just folks having an opportunity to, to see it are going to say, oh, this is it. I got to do this. Absolutely. And, and with that, with the 16-inch, that display becomes even more important. So we offer a 3K display, um, you know, 300 nits brightness, a lot of great features that we've built into the display, the display for that product as well. And then finally, you know, really the core of our portfolio, we also have an Inspiron 13, 14, and 15. Uh, Across these products, you can really choose the right screen size for you and and your needs. Obviously, the 13-inch being a little bit more geared towards the people who are moving around more within their house or being more mobile. And then that 15-inch for, you know, needing that larger, larger screen size. And products come stacked with our, the latest 11th gen Intel um, you know, core processors. And, you know, um, tied with that, we also ensure that you have enough battery life to be moving around with these products as well. And have implemented Express Charge, a technology from Dell that, that will give you up to 80% charge in 60 minutes. Um, and then finally, going back to that accessibility I talked about, um, one of the things we've implemented here is actually a a sensor in the hinge that actually recognizes when you open the display and automatically wakes the system. And then we have a fingerprint reader so that very quickly you can just get in and get connected right away. Um, Just one more feature that makes these products more accessible. Um, So those are a couple of the the great products in our portfolio. And again, if you guys want to check them out on the website here, I know we have some videos 
uh, that we'll be showing as well to show some of these great features. Oh, for sure. And you mentioned, Kevin, uh, the battery life uh, has improved dramatically. And that obviously is very important to a lot of people who need to use laptops uh, back when they're able to go back in the field or travel. Remember travel? Um, <laughs> I, I vaguely remember traveling. Uh, but we used to, for example, for the show, travel a lot all year round. Way too many miles that I'll probably never use. Uh, but the fact is, we still need to get out there. We still need uh, to be in the field, whether it's doing work or, or you know, learning or whatever the case. And battery life plays perhaps more of an important role these days than ever before. So delighted to hear how you've been able to improve that and make the rapid charging uh, helpful to a lot of people as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, even even for people who are just, you know, moving around within their house, not having to search for a power plug, um, you know, as as we move back into an environment of travel, we still find that people really value that longer battery life, even if they aren't necessarily being mobile to the extent of traveling on an airplane. Yeah. And let's talk a minute, too, about the two-in-one PCs and and the overall popularity. Uh, Do you find more and more people leaning that way and finding that uh, that kind of opportunity uh, as a feature for a laptop uh, really makes a difference in their lives, however they may be using it? Yeah, we do. I mean, right now, two-in-ones are outpacing the rest of the market from a growth perspective. So people are valuing that feature set. And I think it's a combination of both the two-in-one hinge and being able to use it in tablet mode and being able to use it in tent mode. But then in addition to that, it's just the the touch functionality. And we see more and more consumers really valuing touch. It's one of those things that, um, you know, when you sit back and think, you might question a little bit of, you know, how will I use touch if it's not in a tablet mode? But then once you start to use it here and there, navigating a website or clicking through your inbox, it's one of those things like you can't imagine going back to not having touch. Um, so, you know, a combination of that along with two-in-one, and then we offer some great pen functionality for people who want to be able to do inking. That's another thing for people who are in a virtual environment. You don't have the opportunity to walk up to a whiteboard or, you know, an opportunity to engage with people in that way. So using the system for inking and sharing that virtually has also been a use case that we've seen more and more people adopting. Another great example. And I like uh, the discussion about touch as well. But if you're like me, then you get back to your other computer and you're trying to touch the non-touch screen because you've gotten so used to it now and you and you realize how handy it is and how helpful it is. Um, so that's fine. Then you need to replace that computer as well. Uh, so you might as well take advantage of these kinds of features. How these days, how often, Kevin, do, do folks change their their computers, do you think? Whether it be a desktop, a laptop, a two-in-one, whatever the case, um, have you found a particular trend uh, or a particular reason why most people are saying time to upgrade? Yeah, you know, it's, it's a range for sure. Um, in general, depending on the demographic a little bit, depending on um, how much of an early adopter somebody might be, it generally falls within a range of, of three to five years. Um, and, and a lot of it is geared towards pretty dramatic improvements that we're seeing gen over gen in, in performance. And, um, you know, ultimately the, the innovation curve that we're seeing in PCs has just been accelerating. Um, and that's not just performance, but it's other things around the camera technologies. I talked before about, um, you know, some of the enhancements we have around low light, 
correction within our cameras. That's just one example of the many things that even in a, a single generation is improving dramatically. Um, and we're, so we're seeing, you know, PCs be more aligned to some of the refresh cycles, more like a smartphone um, and how people are buying a smartphone based on a new camera technology or a new display technology moving closer to that three-year range. Well, and of course, another good reason to upgrade is because Dell just announced a new line of Inspiron laptops. So that's a good reason. So you want to check them out by all means. Visit dell.com slash Inspiron. Of course, we'll get you there when you visit intotomorrow.com. You'll be a mouse click away from what Kevin and his team are up to. Kevin, you're a delight to chat with. I love the fact that the new models go from $329 up to $1,200 clearly something for everyone, whether it's a student, young student, older student, whether it's for business, for home, for personal use. There is a range of cool products. Be sure to check out the two-in-ones, among other things, too. And we thank you for spending a few minutes with us from Taiwan. And keep up the good work. You guys are always uh, innovating, I think, and, and doing some unique things and adding some cool features. That's reason enough to upgrade a lot of times as well. We appreciate it. Thanks so much for your time. And congratulations on 26 years as well with your intro. I think that's pretty phenomenal. Um, you know, continuing to, to drive the industry. But great to talk to you today and uh, look forward to hearing everybody's feedback on our Inspiron products. Terrific. And look forward to having you back because no doubt it won't be long before you have yet another new line of laptops or even a couple of other features introduced or something else to talk about. We'll be excited to get you back on. So appreciate it. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, Dave. Have a good one. Intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. We're back with more. Stay tuned right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Hi there, welcome back to Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. I'm Cameron Graveline and Chris Graveline in the studio in a Russ Mullen ratio in the control room. Aww. Now here's Dave. Thank you. Yes, I know. He just turned nine and he hates it when I play the old recordings. No, I think he was like four, four <laughs> or five when he recorded that one. I know. But thank you, Cameron. We appreciate that. See, it saves my voice, which is what I'm supposed to be doing anyway. Uh-huh. And by the way, I'm Dave Graveline, but he said that already. I'm Chris Graveline. I'll save your voice a little more by saying this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. You know, starting your own podcast is easy. Just go to Blueberry.com and get your free trial. That's Blueberry without the E's. B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, 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 history. Here's Chris. I hope my vocal cords aren't history. Three months now. But anyway, but I digest. This week in 1941, Dave lost his vocal... I mean... No, uh, 1941. <laughs> yeah, 1940, uh, Igor Sikorsky accomplished the first successful helicopter liftoff from water. 
He was near Stratford, Connecticut, when he fitted utility floats, also called pontoons, to the Vought-Sikorsky VS-300. This made the VS-300 the first amphibious helicopter. Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, yes. Well, you're talking about uh, supports and pontoons. I think that was the reaction from the crowd. Yes. (laughs) In 1961 this week, the Federal Communications Commission, or FCC, gave approval for FM stereo broadcasting. You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. We are the bulwark. It would be another five or six years uh, before FM stations went underground or progressive to attract listeners who were tired of the lack of audio quality on AM stations. Up to that point, FM had been broadcasting only in mono sound. In 1971, the Soviet Union launched Salyut 1, the very first space station. Salyut 1 spent 175 days in orbit before re-entering the Earth's atmosphere and breaking apart over the Pacific Ocean. Thank you. Goodbye. The Salyut program followed this with five more successful launches. The final module of the program became the core of the Russian segment of the International Space Station and remains in orbit today. In 1972 this week, the Apollo 16 lunar module, commanded by John Young and piloted by Charles Duke, landed on the moon. The module enjoyed a three-day stay on the moon, and the crew spent a total of 20 hours and 14 minutes exploring the surface. Speaking of getting it started, in 2005 this week, the first ever YouTube video was uploaded by co-founder Jawed Karim. The 19-second video titled Me at the Zoo was shot by his high school friend at the San Diego Zoo in front of the elephant exhibit. Let's get nuts! And speaking of getting nuts, today about 500 hours of video are uploaded to YouTube every minute. That's not possible. It's possible. 500, 500 hours, hours every minute. Every minute. Yeah. Ay, chihuahua, that's, that's nuts. <laughs> that's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the most significant trade show for consumer electronics and home appliances. For more info, visit ifa-berlin.com. I shall do that, and hopefully all goes well. We're planning on visiting in person again this year. It'll be our 18th year. Had to skip last year for a couple of reasons. One is the EU wouldn't let Americans in. Well, and your doctor wouldn't let you out of the hospital. That's true. (laughs) Some silly COVID excuse for that whole month. But the fact is, we're going to be there this year, come hell or high water. Right. Or airlines or oceans or something along those lines. But do join us. And this is one that you can join us at. IFA is open to the public. So if you've been itching this past year to get out and go somewhere fun and do something cool and you love tech ifa-berlin.com and you can plan to be with us there and then stop by our broadcast booth it's a huge consumer tech show and we'll offer you a refreshing beverage yeah we even have german beer but either way join us and of course visit us at intotomorrow.com attention those of you looking to go on a fun vacation and see the world on the cheap Today, the U.S. dollar is worth even more in other countries. So there's never been a better time to travel outside the USA. The dollar is worth over $1.30 in Canadian dollars. And it's the same for Australia. You can fly there today and have fun and maximize your travel dollar. Your U.S. dollar is worth over $3 in Brazilian reals. And it's worth over $18 in Mexican pesos. Plus, in Argentina, it's worth over $27 in Argentine pesos. Just think of the bargains you'll get. 
And the way you get the cheapest airfare to any destination is by calling Tickets That Cheap. Save up to 75% on your foreign vacation tickets. Don't wait. Call now. 800-586-8571. 800-586-8571. 800-586-8571. That's 800-586-8571. Welcome back into tomorrow for the broadcast of Friday, April 16th, that weekend. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. Text RADIO to 35000. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. There are a ton of ways now that you can participate on the program anytime at your leisure, 24-7. Well, in addition to calling our 800 number at 800-899-INTO, which is 800-899-4686, you can send us a text that way, too. Oh, to the 800 number. To the 800 number. You can text the 800 number. Text the 800 number with your question, your comment, your your tech rage. We just ask that you give us your first name and city and how you're listening to us. Okay. And not with your ears, because we know that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't like the fact that when I was testing our app on my Android... And it says, um, how are you listening? I put on the toilet. Yeah. And you thought, okay, that's not funny. It's not. I thought it was hilarious because at the moment, that's how I was listening and testing the app. Anyway, how else can we participate? Uh, you could uh, hit that Ask Dave mic on the right side of any browser on our site at intotomorrow.com. Oh, it's a little red thing little, on the right side. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could use the message to studio button on our free app. So there's a way, a plethora of ways we couldn't make it any easier unless you stopped by the studios and asked a question in person. Yeah. You can send us a, a snail mail message if you want. Wow, we haven't gotten write a snail mail. Write letter. us a letter in calligraphy. You know, wrap, put it in an envelope. Take it to the post office. If you know cursive, you can use cursive. Yeah, we write, read cursive. Write a little note. Roll it up. Tie it to a pigeon's foot. Send a carrier pigeon. <laughs> oh God! Wouldn't that make them fly unbalanced? Probably. Yeah. Put it in their mouth, have them yeah. hold it in their beak. Well, you know, and then we'll, once we can receive your message, we'll tie a prize to that same pigeon and send them back to you. Oh, better be a light <laughs> prize, like a pet peanut or something. Yeah. But all right, well, now nah, we'll send it to you in the mail. So there's a bunch of ways to participate. And when you do, get this. Here's the, the more fun part. Well, I think the most fun part is joining us on the show. But you win prizes for participating. For example... From Razer, we've got Black Widow Lite silent mechanical keyboards to help up your productivity. Ah, from Killer Concepts, Piggy Pro Phone Stands. These are really cool razor-thin stands that stick to the back of any phone and make it real easy. They even have a little mirror built into them. Oh, really? So when you flip the little thing open, it's got to, a mirror. So to you can put on your lipstick put on or your something? lipstick or get stuff out of your teeth. And, yeah. you know. <laughs> nice. Uh, from Colop, we've got Emark handheld printer with accessories. This is a whole new era for mobile printing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. From Chipolo, or is it Chipolo? One of those. Or is it Chipotle? But one of them, we've got a one, a Chipolo one item finder. You can find your keys, your phone, your backpack, all in seconds. And our friends from Pet Peanuts just sent us a whole new box delivery with a whole bunch of new Pet Peanuts. So we've got more of those to share with you. This is a fun new way to manage your tech rage. And even though we've passed what was the tax deadline from the IRS, now extended what, a month, I a think, month. right? Yeah. Don't waste any more time if you have yet to do your taxes. We still have a small handful of TurboTax codes. These are good for any of their products to help you file your income taxes fast and easily. 
Just participate any number of ways, and especially by visiting us at intotomorrow.com. 